shouldn't make a noise. <laughs> it really shouldn't. I'm starting with Brutal Clad and Amir. I'm asking it to change its shape. A dragon token would make things a little easier. If you want to make the board a different state, take a look at that dragon and make that change. Na 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 na. Did that give it away? No, I, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you were very so, silent, so for, I was like, for a while, I was like, is it. he picking another million vanilla song or something? <laughs> but okay, so that's Man in the Mirror, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Um, okay, so I got a little story about that song too. <laughs> I'll, I'll try and make it quick. Uh, freshman year with varsity football in my high school. Um, first day I'm there. The head coach lays everybody down in the wrestling room, like all 150 of us. Like we're just packed in there, and he plays this song, going "Look inside yourself <laughs> for excellence," and da 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 da. And I was like, "What's going on?" <laughs> As a freshman, I was like, "This is way too intense for me." That was high school, so, or college? that was high school. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> so yeah, that was great. Lowry in the mirror. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. So welcome to Commander Smiths. We are the Commander Smiths. I am Adam Smith. And I am Lowry Smith. And we are cousins. We are. And after tonight, we are still cousins. There was yeah. no backstabbing with this uh, Commander Spotlight testing. It was hard. It was hard to do it. Yeah. There was actually like, we were working together tonight. It was Again, we kind of did that as yeah. well. But it was... <laughs> It's like it was we're rough. family, man. <laughs> it was rough. We'll, we'll get to that here. Yeah. Uh, welcome to episode 29. 29. Uh, we're almost at that 30 mark. Jeez. Today's episode. Well, actually, let's get our... Sign-ons? Our, yeah, our sign-ons, everything. So Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter at Commander Smiths. Uh, you can email us at commandersmiths at gmail.com. I still love the, you can email us at gmail. I'm yeah. never going to get over that. Whatever. <laughs> and then YouTube, subscribe, like, share, do everything you want in there. Um, or nothing. <laughs> or nothing at all. Um, but I we, mean, watch. Watch would be nice. I mean, or yeah. listen. Watch, listen. Yeah. Do, do some of that stuff. Listen. Listen. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, today's episode, we have, what, four segments today, right? What are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, we just keep on cramming more and more into this. Yeah, I know. So, uh, first off, we're going to talk about some of the games, like, we were testing out. Uh, I played Xantra Spotlight twice. testes. Yeah. That's what, what we're going to call it that's now. What, yeah. <laughs> spotlight <right>. testes. <laughs> so we test our, our spotlight decks out. And then we wag our testes out. I think they get it. And then we wag our testes out. The winner gets we to wag their testes. We don't do that. That is not happening. <laughs> Falls on the chin. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, and then uh, we'll talk about uh, Brutaclad as a spotlight. commander spotlight here for Adam kind of built that. And uh, then some uh, new cards this week kind of came on uh, that are going to be actually pretty sweet for commander. Some of them, kind I of. Think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. there's only a couple cards we're going to talk about. There's two cards from uh, Ravnica that got kind of yep. spoiled. Uh, one is the buy a box promo, and then just a regular card. Rare That's pretty sweet. Promo. Uh, and then we finish up with our Smith Specs. The Smith Specs of the Week. So, uh, But let's start off what we kind of were already teasing a little bit, how tonight went. Tonight the was games. very very fun and interesting. Yeah. Um, the first... Okay, you played Eureka. Yeah, Eureka, sorry. And yeah. I played Xantia. For the first four-person match. So we yeah, played... we, we had two four-person matches, uh, and then the other person had played uh, Sahili the Gifted out of the box, and then the other person was playing Gisela, Blade of Gold Knight. 
Uh, the red white one. Yep. Uh, so just to set the scene. So everything kind of was working how my ninjas were supposed to work that first game, but Jeez, yeah, the um, the, your your Zancha, that thing is brutal. Like she comes out and you give it to somebody and you gave it to them. Was it turn three they got an attacking? Were they attacking? Every, yeah, yeah. Every time I was able to play Zancha on turn three and give it to somebody. And the thing that I learned was, okay, so Adam, who's playing Yuriko, the nin- ninja deck, is to my left. Um, and so that is the most ideal place to give Zancha to. And so that they I really outright. wanted it. <laughs> we actually realized it as we were he was trying to decide who to go to. I was like, oh, give it to me because then I can attack and I can get my ninjas yeah, out. Yeah, it's giving him a free, like, it's his turn to, he gets a free, like, ninja attack basically and then return zancha back to my hand i was like well that's stupid (laughs) but yeah so then you gave it actually which was probably the most ideal play was to give it to the gisella deck because as soon as gisella comes out then she's freaking doubled yeah she's doubling all the damage but having all the damage to herself but the losing of the life from the card draw still happens it's still two life and you're just draining that player so but if, we actually if, never got to that point did not we? not no. while we were draining them no well we we didn't get to the point of um zancha getting through and hitting for 20 no Gisella yeah. never came out when they were she was out but he was wrecking i mean he had the gods out and or wasn't that that game yeah, yeah it was, yeah, that he game, was the yeah. gods and everything out so he had uh Irois and hiliad uh he had Gisella going he had and then he had my zancha and uh the red praetor yeah and so he was was just just, like holy um, shit (laughs) he was gonna kill us all but uh the the kind of the cool thing was that we noticed when we were playing was the survivor stuff yeah so uh tyson got the sahili yeah sahili deck played the var child traitor of kaldor and that did uh, it hit each player, so it each did nine had, damage yeah. there, and then each of us was swinging at each other because we can't tack with Varchile or the Sahili player, and so Varchile probably did a total of I think it came out to like fifteen, 19, or no, it was nineteen was twenty it? damage, oh, yeah, because she did nine alone, and each set of the three did at least three damage, and yeah. I think yours did five to six, yeah, and so it was That's just kind of like. Right. That's a lot of damage for and a three a, mana creature. There's a funny thing at the end of this that we'll tell you that happened with that. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that was working pretty well. Uh, your deck wasn't. I I, you, I got shorted on mana both games, which kind of sucked. But your second game, you kind of went off with your to, stuff better. Yeah. The, the first game, it was a little hard, but you weren't getting kind of annihilated by creatures it was actually my ninjas were getting you yeah i mean your ninjas in that first game did what 24 loss of life yeah. to each person and then just her damage and yeah it was insane because i was able to actually set my top with uh what was that ancestral knowledge yeah and so yep. that was the second second play i played that or i think it was the second turn yeah i played that out so i set my top got my ninja in the next turn oh it must have been turn it three turn three yeah because yeah, i had to get my creature out first then I set my top, and I set it so Deep Sea Kraken was on top, it along with uh, another seven drop. So first time she swings through, I actually had two ninjas hit in. Uh, I got 17 points of jam- damage just right there. It was Yeah, it was just like, it had lives really quick. Yeah, it was 
pretty freaking insane. But so how this game kind of <laughs> finished is what. I was, so I, I yeah, knew I was I was gonna win. Here. I had like I had nothing on board. I just um, was just trying to kind of end the game. And so uh, Tyson, who it was Sahili, you know, he had there was nine survivors on board. And he, uh, Tyson had been asking to have his Varchild die so he can get all these tokens. So actually, I'm like, Tyson, I want to take second. And I play Liliana the Veil and I say, You can sacrifice a creature. <laughs> and then he goes, Well, okay. He goes, okay. Oh, sweet. And, and he, then he grabs he a thopter. <laughs> of his, was it as a servo from the. Yeah, it was a servo. From the. <laughs> Sahili. Sahili. And he's like, all right. And then Larry didn't even see it happen. I was, I was even he's looking. already I was pushing his survivors over. over. And I'm like, oh! And he's like, what? What? Ha- no! <laughs> uh, he still won. So, no. yeah, he won Yeah, that he game. won. He but won he didn't get game. second because then I killed you. Yeah, I, I died right Mike. away. I was like, damn it. I killed both you guys with the, the ninjas going through and everything. But, yeah, then Tyson took second. <laughs> so, it was pretty <laughs> or funny. Or took first. I took second i guess yeah you took second it was that was a pretty funny game yeah and then the second four person game was interesting because we didn't knock tyson out right away but he got knocked out first by the gisela player dealt 44 damage on like turn six or seven yeah it was it was like um there was the enchantment that gives double strike and lifelink and then he played gisela and it had fervor in play and so he was just he went crazy he could have either killed me or Tyson in one Tyson. swing, yeah. Uh, I guess he couldn't really kill me, but I would have been at like six. I had a creature that I could play at flash. Oh, okay, so, that was in your hand. That yeah, we didn't dual see. caster mage. I, I was gonna, I was just gonna play it to block and live for a turn. Yeah. So, um, but, but that game to. came down to each one of us had the opportunity to kill the other one, and like we just kept leaving it for the next person in line. It was just like. All right, well, I well, can kill I mean, you, but I need you. The Gisela then... player was up to, like, he said 91 life. I, yeah. I remember 83 at that point, but, like... Yeah, he was it, up to 90 at some point. Me but yeah. and you kept on just, like, getting <laughs> at him. I played, like, Crown of Doom, which just, like, put a huge target on him. Like, yeah. I think we dealt 30 damage in one turn on him. And then he made my ninjas nothing after. Instead yeah. of <laughs> killing Lowry, he was like, all right, you're... What did he play again? It was the Hour of Devastation uh, enchantment that makes them yeah, all one I, ones. I think it's over overwhelming splendor the one that uh it's a curse and gives yeah. your creatures plus one so then it was just, just one like well, this sucks i can ninjutsu them in but nothing happens when they yeah. get ninjutsu then because they're still ninjas yeah. and the ones in my hand still work but yeah it was stupid so then i actually larry was at three and i could make mine unblockable and hit him but he had like what he had 10 zombies 12 zombies yeah so i had waste knot with uh oppression out and so every time somebody was playing a spell each time they they discarded a land so i was putting two two zombies i had 11 in, in play at the end of the game and that that's the part where we were kind of working together because one we were trying to get mike down with life but then also i was like larry what do you need creatures or land <laughs> or uh drawing a hand and you're like well i need this and i was like oh shit no i actually have 10 cards in my hand so you're gonna get a bunch of stuff so, yeah here. i just got a ton of creatures it was pretty sweet <laughs> um but yeah i guess we called it pretty much a tie there because all three of us had the opportunity. Although working it back, we were like, Mike probably could have had the better opportunity, maybe. Had he yeah, killed me instead of playing Overwhelming Splendor. But, yeah, because then I you mean, played that enchantment that halved our life at the beginning of our upkeep. So that Havoc re- Festival. <laughs> yeah, so that really yeah. brought us and, down quite and a bit. You know what? Honestly, uh, Crown of Doom did an awesome job of yeah. just like – Ooh, I can do a lot more damage now. Yeah, and then I like me as the player 
that didn't have the plus two plus zero target on them. Like it felt really kind of good to just be like, Hey, give it to somebody else. You guys, you guys are the ones giving it to each other. Dicks. (laughs) So it was, uh, it, I really enjoyed Zansha. If I think another weakness that I found like playing against Eureka was, um, you were drawing so many cards that you didn't want to spend mana to have, you know, use the uh, Zansha ability. ability. So that kind of, you know, stopped it and people were just kind of like well this is what lowry wants to do so i'm not gonna do as much as i kind can. of but then uh, like i was also kind of discussing with you a little bit i think a lot of players you know you have your plan in hand and you're like okay you're trying to play as much as you can and not leave mana open so it wasn't until they left like oh yeah i have three because i can't cast something then i'll do it but it was it, it didn't seem like I wanted to take a advantage. It wasn't that I didn't want you to do the two life thing because that hurts the I, other player yeah, too. I think I think it's what's in your meta and what is uh, what you're playing against. Yeah, like as, if you're playing against a control deck that holds their land up, they love Zanja. Oh yeah, then they'll be, awesome. be like, "Well, I didn't have to. I didn't have to craft anything." Or <laughs> yeah, I just well, then I'll just draw a card. That you know, if you're playing a like. Uh, Urte Wizard Adept or whatever you know that's a old card but it's a shitty commander <laughs> so it's that one you can pay for tap it counter target spell gotcha yeah so that you're always holding up mana in that deck and you can just if Zancho's in the field do it at the end yeah it's well worth it well, so it depends on I think it depends a lot more in that deck what you're playing against you know I, I kind of one thing I wish I would have saw because I remember going through that deck is I didn't get to see the equipment getting added on to her and doing yeah. the damage as much as I'd like to. Because you you had a lot of that stuff. I only it. had three. Really. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. there was only the three that okay. we kind of talked about. I take back my allot. <laughs> you <laughs> so had some stuff. I, of, and, you know. In last week's podcast, I did mention you could go more with that and almost turn it into like a Voltron for somebody else and yeah. just start stacking stuff on her. The problem you with that is that. when you get down to one person, then you have to find the way to kill them by because you, you got to get drawing. Through. Yeah, you just draw cards because it can't attack you. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, Sancho was a lot of fun to play. Um. I was pretty surprised at how well I stuck around for not having a ton of creatures and able to block. Well, like, there was some rolling stupidity that went on. <laughs> roll the dice. I got oh, yeah. the second game. I got targeted so much. I was like, I'm going to roll the dice on even or on. I was like, the obvious choice is to attack this person. I'm like, well, I'm still going to roll and Adam's going to be involved in this. And every time it rolls on Adam, it's just like, what the fuck was, is going on? There was at least four rolls and four of, four them, of them went after, were all after yeah. me. And I was like, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> What are you guys doing? <laughs> I oh, laughed. Yeah. They couldn't attack me, so I was happy yeah. about it. <laughs> uh, so we finished those games, and we then we did a little one-on-one. It wasn't going to work with Zancha against the ninjas because it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, like, doesn't. One-on-one doesn't work with that. But the enchantment I did, deck. I played Estrid, and it did a lot better 1v1 than I thought it would. It's pretty brutal. And I went into it going, I don't want to play this deck because it's going to freaking get annihilated. And it the got, first game it kind of just like controlled the whole thing yeah and kinda, that's where i was just like i can't do anything i mean well that's actually what happened too we didn't like finish it because i was like i have no answers unless i get cyclonic rift and so i just looked at the top five i was like yep you got it nothing we, and then the next game was a lot of fun yeah it was um, a lot of back and forth you got me down to 
12, I think. Yeah. yeah well, I think you... we were kind of going back and forth because I, I was able to play Collective uh, collective Restraint. The enchantment. The enchantment that, that yeah, you got to pay. That was brutal because I had all, I had freaking conspiracy out. So I had four unblockable pretty much people that could do, they were all ninjas and I would have been looking at the top four cards and he's like, and oh, but you got to tap three every time you attack with a creature. And so I could only attack one creature each turn. And then you came it out with a lot. Uh, the Indestructible Angel. Avacyn Archangel of Hope was super nice because that allowed me to like block with whatever with impunity. And attack got me down. Well, how many times? Uh, you me three times with her or two? Two, I think. And then you bounced it. Yeah. And then you... Then I Cyclonic Rift. <laughs> then you Cyclonic Rift. And then you hit me with the ninja that where you could play a spell uh, out of my hand. For free, so I took the angel. <laughs> and then you won. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's a good line of play, <laughs> I'd say. <laughs> Um, I'm I'm supposed to be the deck that's supposed to steal your yeah. creatures, and then you kill me with yeah. one of mine. Um, I don't know what you were worried about, <laughs> jerk. But you still even put up a fight even in the last minute. There, you were like dropping down. You d- threw the copy enchantment on that. You were trying to double it up so I couldn't tap six to attack you. It was it was pretty crazy. Yeah. The pillow fort. Well, it was and, really brutal. And you were right. Like, so I did have Willbreaker in my hand, and then I was one mana short from playing Estrid. And so I could have played Willbreaker, Estrid, put a mass counter on Avacyn, and then take it back. Yeah. And I was just one mana short because I actually had Sarah Sanctum in play, but all of my enchantments were bounced back to my hand. So that became a non, like, I wasn't going to be able to play any enchantments without cast or being more than yeah. one mana so if you would have drawn that one land you would have been fine then yeah and it was the next one because i drew so that would have been an, an interesting play there because i was still gonna get through with ninjas but i would have had to top what were you at at that point like eight eight yep because it was exactly what the angel yep. was so that would have been ah, oh, that would have been interesting i, I think I, I think both of these i think all of the decks that we kind of played had a lot of like fun game to yeah. them it was, so. it was a lot of fun games. Uh, but one thing I did, and I did want to, I did mention to you actually before the podcast, one thing that this has done making these decks, and actually you'll see here with Brutoclot a little bit, is I'm playing, making these decks where it's not my normal style. So it's like completely aggro. Not completely, but they're very aggro, and that's not my normal style, and it's been kind of cool doing that. I don't know how your style, if it's been different for you building this how many decks is this now that's one two three four decks that we have plus you have Five. your animar that you made yeah i don't know <laughs> I, I mean um, you just build i just I build, build decks, decks I so really many times yeah decks i i try i don't know if i necessarily try but like i work around the limitations that i have in my card choices even though i have a ton of card choices like i was saying with estrid i didn't have enchanted evening i wasn't willing to buy it and so I tried to figure out a way around that, which mm-hmm. turned that into a control deck. I'm, I, I will admit, I'm generally not a control deck. I'm, I'm probably more of, and I'm definitely not a Zancha deck player. I'm probably more, out, out of the ones that we've done, I'm probably more of like a Moldrotha player. Yeah, yeah. I that can was see like that, right up play, my lane. Yeah, right out of the graveyard, everything like that. Yeah. It like incremental value try and bury people in that value and then being able to play stuff and utilize my graveyard that's that's probably more my style um and i and i did try and get away from it in these decks because i I noticed i did that with vivectus asmati moldrotha i was aiming to do that with animar deck (laughs) and so i was just like well maybe i should aim a little bit away from the graveyard switch it up a little bit i think i 
did an all right job. Well, that, that also it depends on your commander. I mean, some of the commanders are just you can't build it that way. Sure, you know, yeah. Like it just, I don't know. The ninjas wouldn't be able to work, but the <laughs> graveyard stuff, it all have to be top of the the top of the deck stuff was pretty sweet. I actually really liked getting the really freaking big creature or yeah, casting deep, cost stuff on the top. Yeah, I mean that. I never got any of the combo cards, the uh, fuse or whatever cards on top. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like commit to memory. Yeah. Um, one thing that I, I think that I found interesting when you were talking about Eureka before was when you were like, I'm glad I don't have like a bajillion top setters. Yeah. You're like, I think I have a really good certain amount because there's it's it's fun to kind of have random too yeah because it was just but it's like, also uh, nice am i to gonna like kill you all or not yeah. oh because you you did it yeah you did a you did one where you hit three, three and, it was and then it was two land yeah it was two land and then a like a five minute that was the determine if tyson was gonna win or lose he was at 21 i knew i'd probably kill you guys with one flip because i needed yeah. three damage or something like that and then i hit a six or a five I was, yeah, something like that. But it killed me and Gisela player. But not Tyson. Then, but not Tyson even close. Wah, so, wah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the is randomness is kind of nice. So I think um, if you're looking at the tapped out on uh, with Eureka, you you can probably figure out, like, do I want more control or do I want less control? Because you're feeling like you're kind of right there in the middle that you're able to kind of do it some of the time yeah and that was two playthroughs so i mean yeah there's probably oh yeah there's there's quite a bit of um you know we added jason we added more like you said on the last podcast we added more permanent top chain yeah instead of the instants and sorceries the only instant or that i have in there a sorcery that manipulates is brainstorm Mm -hmm. other than that i took every single one of the other ones out so uh yeah, I don't know. I I want more playthroughs with it because it is. I love all these decks that we build, but uh, <laughs> then we got the next one coming up, so that one I have to play through that one uh, as well. So I don't know. Yeah, it, you could do some tweaking. There was, you could make it more of your playing cards like those instants and sorceries to actually set your top to find the cards you want on sure. top to go get your idyllic tutor to do not idyllic tutor uh mystical Vampiric tour or vampiric tutor, or yeah, that's true those you could put all those tutors in and find exactly what you want and set it up i just thought it was and kind still of fun deal a ton of damage yeah. but but it's kind of fun i mean with that ancestral knowledge setting 10 cards I only set like three because I was like, well, I'm not going to pay it two turns in a row because, you know, I'm going to get two through and do at least two or three cards. And then you guys were like, oh, his next setup is going to be crazy. I was like, oh, I'm not even going to pay this casting cost. So you (laughs) You just had to do the one because you were able to dig so deep and get the two like biggest that you wanted. So that card ended up being like we thought. I I thought it was a really good card, going to be good in that deck. And it it proves right. I mean, you only... just setting the top that same turn and then you're attacking with your ninjas, you at least are getting the biggest card on top and drawing that right away. So it's, I don't know, it was it was sweet. I had a lot of fun with it. But yeah, let's, should we get into our next stuff? Because we've gone a while in this. Is there anything else you wanted to add on uh, onto um, the uh, the stuff that we played tonight? No, I, yeah, I really it will be fun to get it. More... It's always fun to play magic. Yeah. <laughs> unless you're getting like mana screwed. <laughs> I'm even fine with getting flooded because that means if you draw something then awesome, you can, you can still it right play away. it. But yeah. screw sucks. 
So, yeah, we're going to get into Commander Spotlight. A Spotlight deck. Why do I even say a voice? Because there was just a chipmunk voice that just went right before that. So <laughs> I don't even know why I did anything there. So... <laughs> It doesn't have to be a chipmunk. It can well, be do you want like, to do the slow mo really, yeah, voice again, where you don't even know what's going on? You're like, I can't. What I couldn't even hear it. it was, I'm not going to say awful. You do a lot of work, so I appreciate it. But I couldn't understand it. <laughs> so uh, let me get this pulled up here before I. Actually yeah, you start. should. Uh, what, what's the name of your? Brutal Cloud. Brutal Cloud. What? Oh, you just want me because <laughs> of the <laughs> Telcor engineer? Yeah. What do you, what do you want me to see? you want me to mispronounce the Telcor no, one? No, I was just or you tel- did, I knew you didn't tel- know Telcor engineer part because so I just I call it to- Brutaclad. Yeah, <laughs> Telchor. He's engineer. a brood. Uh, so this is Brutaclad. He is part of one of the commander decks uh, from 2018. It's four a blue and red to come out. Four four legendary artifact creature artificer. Uh, and what he does is creature tokens you control have haste at the beginning of your combat on your turn, which this is kind of key with a lot of these cards. You create a two, one blue mirror. Hence with my song, I said, yeah, no, it was, you got it. I know. I yeah. knew what was going on here. <laughs> a blue mirror artifact creature token. Then you may choose a token you control it. So you may choose, you don't have to change everything. Uh, if you do each token you control becomes a copy of that token. So, what, what do you got going on? That's a lot of words. Yeah. So that was so fake. I'm sorry. So what's going on? I'm so confused. It's I really like, love this card. Tell me more. <laughs> it's like those uh, telecommercial <laughs> things where it's like the chopper thing. Or the, like where they, the knives like, what is this contraption oh, yeah, yeah. that you're making? I don't even know what's going on. Like, the infomercials. Or you see, or you see the, the ones that, yeah, the infomercial where it's like, how to pour your milk and somebody's trying these... to crack an egg and they just like throw it on the floor. It's so stupid. <laughs> You're like the 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 most incompetent people I've ever seen. It's how so do stupid how do you not know how to open a door? Like what's, what is your problem? Where it's like pouring their milk into cereal and they just drop the whole gallon in. It's like has what? a gallon of milk ever been too heavy for you? Those things are so stupid. Buy a half gallon, you dumbass. <laughs> Uh, okay. Anyway, so yes, I'll, I'll explain to you what this deck is about. So, so I was having trouble—not trouble. I just you when struggling. I, yeah, it took me a little bit. Yeah, I play a little bit. MC struggles. <laughs> so I took um, the idea of not just going for like one-one tokens and all that. It's it, it went with. You I, mean like going wide with a bunch of one ones, or just making a bunch of tokens and then whatever? Yeah, going wide, making them two ones or whatever. I went with the idea of making clue tokens and making treasure tokens and mm-hmm, making mm-hmm. there's only one gold token thing but cuz it says tokens you may change them into creatures when you actually have another token that's in play. So my whole thought process was was well let's just get a whole bunch of tokens out all different kinds so of tokens. So kind of go wide. Kind of. But then you get one token that's bigger than the rest. So dragons for instance or making a token copy you of do something. Like dragons. I do love dragons. Um I said like love dragons. Okay. I mean it's tattooed on my back. A little too much. Uh but calm down there Sparky. <laughs> Dragon boner. <laughs> Rawr. <laughs> Shouldn't make a noise. It really shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So 
the basic idea of this deck, and, and so right off the bat, what I'm going to say with this deck, this is going to be not your so aggressive deck. It's not going to be one you want to go against a whole bunch of really powerful tier one commander decks because they're going to kill you. It's it's kind of high man- mana cost. Mana cost. Whoa, that's weird that I said that. Rubbing off on you. Yeah, <laughs> freaking a. That was weird. It's all right. It felt good. <laughs> mana cost. Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so I would not say it's clunky. It's more of it takes a little bit to get going. So you're just setting up. It's a lot of setting the table mm-hmm. and then you're ideally trying to kill everybody in one swing so you get your tokens all out they don't look scary or anything it's like hey i got a clue token here hey i got a gold or treasure token here and then when it's your turn to shine you play a dragon token out and you change them all and then you kill everybody day of dragons is what we used to call this term and actually day of dragons is in this day you you put day of dragons in there so i appreciate i saw that i was like (laughs) oh you actually put day of dragons in here so, I don't know. Where do you think I should start? Should we start with the... You're the boss. Well, let me just talk I mean, about... on this, not overall. We are, <laughs> we are one. Let's talk about the basic token stuff. So, like... The... Uh, the, 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 the Like, the one ones. The setting okay. everything up. So, it's kind of just starting everything off. So, okay. so you have... Uh, the header as little tokens. <laughs> you don't have to read my headers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to read that stuff anymore. Uh... Um, so the one that like is probably most interesting to me, I kind of, I like, well, maybe I love this card a little too much, but the locust God. Oh yeah. Um, I, oh, it's so, I love that. Card. If you want to go back to, uh, episode three, <laughs> two, three, <laughs> Larry's like, locust locust God, God. Locust you know, God. this would be really good. Locust God, locust God deck. Masters 25. <laughs> yeah, I think I brought it up like four <laughs> times. All right. So um, locust God is every time you draw a card, you get a one, one, you create a one, 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 yeah. one flying, uh, insect, with, insect haste. with haste. Yeah. So, um, that's just one of the ways that you're able to create a bunch of little tokens and those can just be aggressive as well. Like being able to just turn all of your treasure tokens and to one, uh, one flyers to one, one flyers. Yeah. I mean, if you get to that point, but really what this point is with that is to get like chump blockers, one, ones out, just get survive a little bit longer. Yeah. uh, One interesting one that I wanted to mention, and I'm going to see all this works out is the one that's from Dominaria. Uh, the Mishra's one self replicator. So which one was that? I don't know. It's five colorless, which is kind of a lot to come out and it's a two, two, but every time you cast an artifact, you can tap one and it creates a copy of itself. Hmm. So I was thinking that could, we'll see how this tests out when it's in there, but then you're just tapping one, but then you get two out there, so you tap two, it makes two more, and then you're just going wide with your tokens. That I'm gonna test out, but the five five drop is kind five, of five does seem like a lot for a two two. Uh, but yeah, as soon as you yeah. cast an artifact, you get a token, and then you just start duplicating that those tokens. Yeah, I was sitting here. I'm I'm trying to look it up right now, but there's I, I want to say it's like mirror propagator. That's kind of similar. Mm. Well, while he's looking for that, I'll keep talking about some of the other ones. So some of the other little token things is I'm going to use Tempt with Vengeance, which is from a Commander 15 Mm. set, I believe. Mm. And it's the red one where you tap, I think it's two red and X, or it's one red and X. I don't remember. It's one of the two. But then you get to make one one 
uh, X one ones. Oh, attempt with vengeance. Yeah, yeah and yeah. then everybody else can choose if they want to make it too, and then you get that many more. So this is going to sure. get your board huge. That, Most people are going to probably say. Oh, I was I was going to say if uh, you if you if you see that with a brutal cloud deck, <laughs> yeah. uh, just say no. Yeah, exactly. Take take the damage. You're going to be. You might just be dead anyway. Then you have Thopter Sp- uh, Spy Network, uh, Psy Master Thopter. Thopterist, yes. uh, that yeah. one's from the new M19, which seems to be gaining like more and more yeah, popularity. It's like, been going up, so that, that's pretty cool because that one not only are, when you make or cast an artifact, you get a one-one Thopter, but you can sacrifice two to draw a card. So it has a little bit of draw engine to it. And as then well. you're helping out the Locust guy. Yeah, exactly. So you lose two, you gain one. Yeah, I'm totally down with that. Uh, and then the last thing is Sharding Sphinx, which we actually not sharding like. No, it's totally sharding. <laughs> it is pooping it just, out little thopters. Just, That's exactly it what it's doing. It's farting, but it's actually sharding. Yeah. Uh, but we when we played that with, with the Sahili pre-made deck, the uh, pre-con deck, that did really well. I mean, you had all these little 1-1 mm-hmm. thopters. Every time they did damage, boom, 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 you got more of those. So that's your that's your go-wide strategy a little bit. Like You're able to potentially still win. You're still able to block and try and stay alive with all that stuff yeah but it's also there for when you go with the big dragon that you're talking about correct okay so some of the other things i'm not really going to go in deep with you can look on tapped out later but there's a bunch of the other like tamio's journal like that creates a clue at the beginning of your upkeep or the um the curse the red curse that anytime a person attacks that person everybody gets they get that treasure and you get a treasure token. Mm-hmm. So there's a bunch oh, of curse of opulence. I think there's yeah. about six or seven of those that are giving you clues and giving you tokens. And I also threw in, it seems like there's just kind of like a lot of options and whatever yeah. you're feeling like a little bit. And I did something that I don't like to do. I threw in two counter spells. You on the day. son of a... <laughs> you judged me like two episodes well, ago. Wait, wait, wait. No, but it fits in flavor with this. And mm. there's a problem with there's, there's, Kind of a little problem yeah, with the deck. Yeah, there's definitely a problem with counterspells. There isn't a lot of protection with this deck. There, uh, Before the counterspells, mm. there's only Lightning Greaves and Spellskite. I'm going to admit, Bruticlaw does look like he has syphilis. So. <laughs> yeah, there is. He what is, is that uh, yellow stuff coming out of there? It's syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually threw in Spell Swindle, which is it's a huge counterspell. So, I mean, if I'm five leaving mana. a five, yeah. it's kind of a huge counterspell. It's not your typical two. But when you counter a spell, you get X treasure tokens where it's equal to the casting cost. I'd say a fixed mana drain. And then and then you have uh, confirm suspicions, and that one is the same cost for countering a spell, but then you get you get to investigate three times, so you get three clues. So those are my only protection in the whole deck. So that's something that... Well, that and Lightning Greaves? Well, that's what I said. Those okay. four. I yep. wasn't paying attention. You don't listen to me when I talk. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so those are the other things that'll get you some tokens and everything like that. That makes sense to me. Yeah. And then we move into the draw stuff, uh, which actually, why don't I just start with which the other... Which helps out the Locust God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did I build a Locust God deck? I Maybe like I should, should just, have. I mean, I could. It's the same colors. <laughs> I just flip it. <laughs> same mana cost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just put Brutal in there. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you making all these tokens with your... <laughs> it's, a, it's a token Locust God deck. It's Why just not? Drawing. It makes sense. <laughs> so two things I did put in here that kind of go with it as well with tokens is Pirate's Prize and Pirate's Pillage, 
One is red. Peter Pecker. <laughs> I can't. I'm awful with tongue ties. Tongue tie, twisters. Tongue twisters. There we go. See, I can't even say pirate, that. Pirate. Right. Prize pirate pillage. So one is blue, and it's one blue, three colorless. You draw two, and you get two treasure tokens. The other one's red. I think it's one red, two colorless. Or one red, three colors. One of the I, two. This is like a, I'm not just trying to go off memory. Card in my mind, so I don't. Well, the I just point is, it's giving me treasure tokens. So it's discard a card, draw two cards, get two treasure tokens. So I believe it's one red and two colors. But whatever. I would, I would bet it's three colorless. Oh, now I gotta look it up. I, the glimmer of genius is three and a blue to draw two cards. Scry two, draw two, and two energy. Ah, uh, you're right, you ass. Yep, it's I'm three. just saying. Yeah, so one red, three colorless. As an addition, you discard a card, draw two cards, get two tokens. So it's adding to your tokens. Uh, that's kind of the point of having that. And the only other really draw engine I had in here, besides Planeswalkers, there's some draw stuff with Planeswalker mm-hmm. stuff, but is um, Doctor Spy Network, which I mentioned in the little tokens as well. But that one's if you have, uh, what is it, artifact deal damage you get to draw a card, one or more artifacts, so it doesn't matter how many yeah, that's artifacts, de- yep, yeah. how many deal damage that's how you draw. And then Joria, what was it, the Weatherlight Captain? Yeah, yeah. Weatherlight Captain. So that's whenever you cast a Artifact. Artifact, or legend. Legendary, or, or Saga. saga which, Sagas are so <laughs> prolific, everybody uses that shit. Which, don't we need to use the flavor of what did they called it? Uh, historic card. Yeah. So whenever you cast a historic, yeah, I don't know. Nobody cares. (laughs) So those are the only like real draw engines of this. Other than that, it's more of he he took his list, so I couldn't read the name, like the list names. What do you mean the list names? When I call them little tokens, you're like, you can't. And then you just took the paper from yeah, me. Yeah, I don't want you to read them. I'm just trying to jump to one. Which one do you want to talk about now? Let's go to. Maybe. Token creators, you need to come up with more creative names here. Well, I'm just, it's to myself, so I remember what they no, are. No, it's to everybody. No, <laughs> no one's going to see that. I do. All right. Do we want to do Because I think token creators are probably the most interesting one. Yeah. Or do you want to go with big tokens? No. Well, token creators. Token creators. So All those, right. there's just a bunch of different kinds of, uh, and it started with Arcane Artisan, which is pretty sweet because. Battlebond, Mythic. Yeah. It, you look at, you draw the first top card or target player draws a card. Then you may put a token co- or exile a card if it's a creature card. You may put a token of that creature into play. So this is making so it so badass. Yeah, you put any card that's not a one-one freaking creature. You any of the the big baddies that you have, or even just like a four-four. Boom! All your stuff turns into four-fours when you go to your attack With phase. Clotted, yeah. Out. So, I mean, basically that whole line of it, you have Kiki Jiki where you make a token. As soon as you make that token. Splinter Twin and, yeah. Yep, Splinter Twin I didn't put in here. Uh, It could be subbed in as well. Uh, But I put in Kiki Jiki because I wanted creatures in here. And to the, my to my understanding with Kiki Jiki yeah, is that's what I was about to go. Were you that. about to say the sack yep. part? So when Kiki Jiki makes the creature, let's say you had a worm coil engine out, and that is in this deck, by the way, but you make the worm coil engine, that one gets sacrificed at the end of turn. But when you turn all your other tokens into that one, they don't get sacrificed because yeah, it only is the one that he makes that gets sacrificed. Because the creature itself doesn't get the 
the ability must be sacrificed at the end of turn. So cards that say that where like the creature gains that ability, then all of the creatures would gain that as well. Sure, but yeah. Kiki Jiki and Splinter Twin do not say that. They just say exile that creature or sacrifice that creature at end of turn. At the end of turn. Yeah. So Kiki Jiki, I'm interested because I've always liked this card and I want it to work, is the Fairy Artisans. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I'm excited to see if that actually kind of works out, and I think it will. Um, so if you don't know what that is, make, it's, yeah. you play, it's a. It's from Commander last year, or two, no, it was Atrexa year, yeah. because it was in the Atrexa deck. That makes sense. Uh, so you play no. it. Yeah, it was. Does it make sense? Yeah, because you're or making tokens. Sure. Oh, no, pro- proliferate wouldn't matter, but it was in that set. It yeah, wasn't yeah. last year's, but it was the year before. Anyways, Whenever a player plays a creature, you make a token copy of it, and then whenever another one is played, that you, one is sacrificed. Yeah, sacrifice, make another, make another one. one. So, so I'm just gonna make sure that like you make I play a, a little shitty one. Shitty one. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna play all my but shit cards. That that's where I was kind of thinking of it. I was like, yeah, people are gonna do that, but then I was like, well, then I'm kind of regulating how people are gonna what they're gonna play. They're not gonna play yeah. their big creature that could win the game because then I'll get a whole bunch of those copies. You know, but that'll slow people down. That's right. Perfect in my mind. A little yeah. bit. Uh, and then just running down the list, Feldon of the third party. That's Love that card. Pulling token or creatures from your graveyard or exiling them and making them tokens. Again, it doesn't exile. It's just or, making oh, it a just token into token. play and then oh. you sacrifice yeah, or exile it at the end of turn. And then you got Stolen Identity. That one is you get to make is a. Is that the retrace one? Yeah, from, the retrace. Okay, yeah. So it's a little. It costs a lot. It's two blue and four. And then you make a token copy of target creature and then if you hit and then that has retrace so, so you put it on another creature yeah. and it hits then you get to make another token copy blah 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 blah. so that there's a quite a few of those where you're you're trying to copy it, it's actually going to be dealing with a lot of the other players board because mm-hmm. i did not what when i first was building this deck i was like okay i'm going to put in like blight steel colossus just go big like have big creatures in there but then i was like well then I actually got to get those out. So I was like, maybe what I do is I just build, like like you said, build wide and then copy other people's creatures and then have a few of my own up my sleeve where if people aren't playing big creatures, I can still win by making a dragon token. or a dragon, or one. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Okay. So that's what the, the rest of them are. You can see the rest of them on there as well. F- follow I, I footsteps. had dreams of you doing Inferno Titan everything like kiki-jiki yeah. or splinter twin then turn all of your tokens into yeah, inferno, inferno titan, oh man and just attack with like 18 inferno titans. and that might be something that gets I, subbed I in that. too yeah that's that might get want. subbed in so and like i said i haven't no don't steal my idea <laughs> hey you you stole my idea by putting that that uh sensei's top in your deck yeah Remember i told you that <laughs> i told you I told you not to so that, that's pretty much i think fills out the token creators uh but you do have some other it, it's mainly copying other people's stuff or your stuff in play just so your all your tokens can change into something pretty huge i would think what are we going to next let's go into maybe the big tokens since big we're talking tokens. about the ones so then you get into the next section where i was just talking about if the other players aren't really playing good creatures where you really want to copy them well you have to have that opportunity to be able to do it yourself so i've mm-hmm. made a few cards, I think I have about seven, eight, nine, about probably nine to ten of these in there. But you got, well, Helm of the Host. I freaking love that card. You've been putting it in a lot of decks. Helm of the Host. And that could almost fit into the other one, too. But even just, you put Here that on. Yeah, you could put it on your. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> just kidding. <laughs> well, you could even put it on Bruticlad. It wouldn't do as much there, but it would change all your stuff into that. Boom, 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 yeah, boom, boom, boom. Turn everything into a non-legendary Bruticlad that would make one at the turn. beginning of the combat, and each one would have another. But, 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 but. You know I don't think saying? you could do that right away. I think yeah, you'd have it's... to make the Bruticlad first oh, because yeah, it's yeah. a trigger. And then the next turn, yeah. you could turn everything into it. Then a everything Bruticlad. turns into it, and then everything gets two ones. And yeah. yeah, just freaking insane. So yes. Helm of the Host can go crazy. Uh, another one was, what was it? Utvara. Utvara. Utvara yeah. Hellkite. So that one, it's a dragon. And whenever a dragon attacks, you get a 5-5. Five, five dragon token. Dragon token. That's... that's what you're aiming for that's exactly what you want. so you get you if i have a dragon in play all i have to do is just get it to attack we get a dragon token next turn all my stuff is dragons uh one card i liked that you had that i came across was that card right there the uh, right of the raging storm i had that in my uh Zancha deck but making it makes a five one uh trampling uh thing that you sacrifice each player gets that at during their upkeep and I, I can see that being pretty cool. For so, you. I mean, like, even if I'm not using that right away, like, because it's still putting pressure on the board. Exactly. And the other part of it is those tokens will get sacrificed. So just so you know, if you change all your tokens to that five, one, this has to be, you're going to win the game because they're all going to gain. They get sacrificed at the end yeah. of turn. So that's kind of in there just to everybody else. Like, like you had it in there to make people attack each other. But then at some point I could change them all into a five, one and just, yeah, turn it into a, you know, a bunch of ball lightnings, basically yeah. freaking get through and kill everybody. Uh, and then, yeah, that was, that was a good play. I forgot about that. Yeah. That was a good play. He did play darkness tonight, which I haven't seen. Darkness. If you don't know darkness, it's from the from it's a black fog from the dark. No legends. No legends that's no. right. Uh, but yeah, it's a black fog. It has like um, what does he look like? He looks like aliens. The dude from Aliens. A- Alien. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> I hate you, Larry. <laughs> I would call you drunk, but you can't drink right now because it's, it's super freaking late. Um, late. So. That's, yeah, we're responsible. Yeah. There, there's a couple other ones like Dragon uh, Dragon Master Alp outcast you know what i really like that card and i you know especially in commander yeah it's it feels really cool um i wish i put it in more decks uh and this is really good for you because you know that if you have it out by you know at turn five you can play bruticlod and then everything turns yeah it turns into a dragon you'll have a dragon um oh one card that i thought was pretty sweet was this one right here Oh, yeah, yeah. God Pharaoh's Gift. Um, totally agree. Yeah, it seems so like a really cool card. It's a seven-drop artifact. Yeah, that kind of sucks. But at your combat phase, so at the same time Bruticlod is doing his effect, he, God Pharaoh's Gift is also doing its effect, but you may exile a, a, a creature, creature card, card from your graveyard. Put a 4-4 four, four It gets to be a 4-4 four, four token. Of that card yep. into play. So even if the creature's a 1-1, one, one, well, you get it a token. Well, then after that, then you trigger Bruticlod's ability, and then everything turns into 4-4s, four, and mm-hmm. you just... And so you can do it turn one, because it's not... A lot of those effects are... Upkeep or end step or whatever. Exactly. And these are all combat steps. Yeah. Now, so, I don't know if you, you know about this one, but I, I believe it's called Gate to the Afterlife. I don't know if I know that one. Um, so it's uh, three mana. Whenever you have a creature, non-token creature die, you get to like gain a life, and then you loot, like draw a card, discard a card. 
And then if you have like uh, five or six creatures in your graveyard, you get to go and search for God Pharaoh's gift and put it into play. Oh, nice. So that might be something that you want to add in there too. So it's kind of giving you a little bit of value as things die, but it also allows you to go and search for it because it's in the graveyard or yeah. library or I think hand even. Yep, hand and or library. And yeah, that is pretty sweet. The only problem I would say is it says non-token. It'd be yeah, sweet yeah, if it said true. just creature because it'd be like, yes, that's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it it's a good card this way, not yeah. a broken card. So Yeah, that's pretty sweet. I do like that. <laughs> um, and then we get into the... Kind of, there's a, a splendor of planeswalkers in this deck, so I kind of yeah. went with all these planeswalkers that actually had an ability to make creatures tokens. Well, I and I love when you you were talking with me about it before, but Karn Cyan of Urza. So yeah, turn that seemed really bonkers. Here. Turn one, you can play it. You can do its ultimate because that's how Karn is. You make an XX construct as many artifacts as, as you have so then you change all your other ones into as many art you know an xx for as many artifacts as you have so if you have all these clue tokens or treasure tokens or whatever tokens out you change them all into it they're so huge. Yeah, they're all like 10 10 whatever if you have 10 tokens that out seems, that yeah. seems awesome so so they all kind of go along the same lines so you have uh tesseret uh what is it artifice master which uh, one is that one that is the new 2019 one so, oh, okay. I don't know that one as well. Uh, let me pull that one up quick. So the plus one is create a Thopter artifact with flying. The zero is draw a card. If you control three or more artifacts, draw two cards instead. And then you, if you do the ultimate, it's you get the emblem at the beginning of your end step, search your library for a permanent card and put that onto the battlefield, then shuffle your library. So each turn you get a permanent. So I guess I have a tutor. <laughs> If I ultimate, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I added a bunch of tutors into Estrid. Yeah, so you did. I was like, what? You, you got anymore. a tutor? What the hell is going on? Uh, but then you have Sahili Ray, you have Sahili the Gifted, and then this one was kind of cool. Well, Sahili Ray does kind of a similar thing to yeah. Kiki Jiki, so that's pretty sweet. Yeah. And then the, the one that I kind of like that I want to see happen because it's so freaking cheap. Yeah. Jace uh, cunning uh, castaway. Cast <laughs> so if you make you're you're aiming to make a token of, of Jace, Jace, and then turn all of your other tokens into no. Jace, yeah, and then, and then make tokens of all them. And make... I hope. Well, I, what I what I want you to do is you got a bunch of tokens, and then you have Locust got out, and then you loot a bunch. <laughs> And then you're going to be able to make a ton of locusts. <laughs> you are all about the locust god. God damn it. Drawn cards is awesome. Yeah. But this is kind of cool because you're going to make Jace tokens. So they're considered tokens. And so... I know I know some players that absolutely hate Jace. So if you can make all of your tokens into Jace, Jace that's well, just this like is trolling one of the, people. This is one of the worst Jaces that have come out. But I think it's going to be interesting. Oh, if did it's... you see Jace the Guild Pack? That was... Well, awful one of the more recent i guess sure because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is they have too many jaces but i'm excited to try to get that to work it's not necessarily going to be good no i, just I, I would laugh my ass <laughs> yeah. off if you did that even making a bunch of two two tokens more oh yeah like it, with the illusion yeah, yeah. um which that, I that seems decent as well. Yeah, I guess it wouldn't be bad to even change the one ones into two twos because they have to be targeted and to be sacrificed. You know, yeah. so that, that that is also a benefit. So each one of these 
five planeswalkers can make tokens which will help you generate more tokens so that's kind of the part of the little token part but i just kind of made the planeswalkers their own little separate section karn is going to be interesting i'm glad i pulled him in a pack so i don't have to freaking go buy him anymore but uh but yeah okay so then we finish with with the game winners game winners which karn i would almost kind of consider is that were you talking about the the dominaria karn there oh yeah yeah so oh i do have it on the list yeah i forgot i put karn there again karn kind of could be considered everything (laughs) other than draw draw. no he has draw draw? yeah you draw two cards and then a player exiles one of them and you get to keep the other one it's not a reveal and then they no well they get to look at it and pick one and you get to well, revealing and drawing are two different things. And no, you draw the other one, and then it okay. goes into your exile, and then you can draw one of those cards that's in the exile. Isn't that what it is? I don't know. I don't know on the card. You're the guy that you're you're playing the card. I'm. This is a problem without having the freaking cards in front of me. Yeah, this. I know. So, oh, it is reveal the top two cards, dear douche, Boom. of your library. An opponent chooses one of them. Put that one. So it is a draw, though. You get to draw the, put the other one in your hand. Are you drawing it? Yeah. You put the other into your hand and exile the other one with a silver counter on it. Then you can drawing. But I mean, you drawing is different than putting a card in your hand. I'm sorry, it's not going to affect Locus God. I know that's a big problem. (laughs) That's that's a huge problem. It's not triggering Locus God. I'm sorry, but you're still getting that card in your hand i don't even know why you're playing card anymore you should probably get rid of it <laughs> take it out uh but yeah let's go into the game winners <laughs> what uh, okay. uh uh so our term for winning the game is the day of dragons so what's your we've always when we talk about decks and like when we're explaining to people that are new to magic or whatever we say what's your day of dragons like what's your way to win the game yeah and that that comes from actually our cousin we've mentioned jake, jake. a bunch but Jake used to have this wizard deck where he just counterspell everything with it. it was patron wizard. This is why we sucked. hated count. This is why we hate counterspells to this day is because all it was was counterspells. We couldn't do anything. We never played cards. And then he'd play day of dragons, turn all his wizards into five fives and kill us all. And then generally, if we were able to do something about it, he would be able to like counterspell like a real counterspell in his hand. Yeah. You're yeah. just like, shit. <laughs> it was just, oh, I hated that deck. Yeah. And that's like a foil. Or so now you're learning fort. back to our past. This is why we hate counterspells and we try not to play yeah. with them as much because it really was not fun. Scars. It was just like emotional scars. I'm just going to sit here while you play cards and we'll just wait until you get your because that's the thing is he didn't have anything to win the game i guess he could have killed us with his one one wizards but he needed him to counter his stuff yep and so it's like how is he gonna win the game oh day of dragons because now they're all five fives and he has 10 wizards out or whatever so and so you are trying to turn all of your creatures into five five dragons exactly without brutaclaw in play right so you don't even make sense to me don't even need brutaclaw with this one you can just get day of dragons out and even if brutaclaw's in play Brutaclaw turns into a 5-5, five, five, and then you can cast Brutaclaw again. <laughs> but it Why doesn't not? matter. They're already all 5-5. Five, five, so. uh, and then some of the other ones. Uh, Clone Legion is that makes a copy of all, all creatures that an opponent has. Token copy of all those. Yep. That, and, and then you just turn them into turn the biggest whatever. token. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, oh, Mechanized Production. That one's a kind of it's a game winner on itself. Uh, it comes in, you enchant an artifact, and then at the beginning of your turn, I believe it's upkeep, you make a copy of that artifact, and then if you control 10 or more of that same one, you win the game. I'm not sure if it's that same one. 
I think it's actually just if you own ten or more of an artifact that. Oh. No, I thought it was pretty. I was pretty sure it was the same one. This is going to be a good episode. I'm going to cut a lot of this out. Yeah, just a lot of guessing. Yeah. The upkeep create a token copy that's a copy of enchanted artifact. Then if you control, oh, ten or more art. That's even better. Oh no, with the same name as one another. Yeah. As oh, okay. As, so so you as long have, as you have ten of you the can same have ten, name. yeah, clue tokens, but not that's doesn't have doesn't to be what that's be, on yeah, that. Exactly. Gotcha. So you yeah. can just like have a bunch of tokens, turn them all into a clue or a treasure or gold or whatever, and then if you have ten of them with this out, you win. Yeah. So that's a win condition on its own. Like there isn't a crap ton of removal in there. there there's some removal of creatures. There's two things that it can remove creatures. Or also make um, a 4-4 angel by removing my own. It's another way to get around. Or not angel. Is it a sphinx? I don't remember. It's a 4-4. Sharding sphinx? Sharding. <laughs> it's a sharding sphinx. But yeah, so this is a win condition where if I can't get through to kill somebody, if they lock me down like Lowry's Artifact, where I couldn't attack unless I tap blah, blah, blah amount. Or, you know, if, if you're stuck, this is a win condition just on its own. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, and uh, mechanized. Oh, and then finally, cyclonic rift, which of course that doesn't always win you the game, but it should. <laughs> if you're not, it just won me my game. It, it means that you just stalled the game for another twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah. and it sucks. I only did it for one turn. I and killed you did two, two turns. Of it, so I, yeah. I don't have any problem with that. Yeah. So. so that's the deck in a nutshell, I guess. Did you have? Is that a nutshell? Kind of. It's a brutoclod like net, a nutshell. Token shell. <laughs> token and I don't know what I was going clues for. Clues and uh, no, it, I think that it. Um, I think this one has like a, a bunch of different ways that you can kind of go a little bit. Like you, yeah, it seemed like you're kind of going wide and you want to land one big token. Yeah, and like the reason why I had like Inferno Titan Dreams in my head was just like. I want to like play big, huge creatures and then make tokens of those creatures. That's, that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily what you want to do or what anybody else does. But so yeah, I guess my, I want to attack with like six Inferno Titans. My way of doing it was more of to, this, I guess is my style a little bit more where I was just talking about how the ninjas isn't my, like it's not, I'm not normally aggressive like that. This is more, Sitting back, building wait, a wait, pillow fort kind of type thing. Then... Yeah. Just oh no, I'm just making clues and stuff like that. Don't you don't need to attack. Don't me. you mind me? <laughs> but I don't know if that's gonna work because the last few decks that I've built and we've played with, you know, we play test it with our friends and stuff like that. They're freaking aggressive, so they're gonna be like, up, oh, kill Adam, kill Adam, kill He's Adam. Super aggressive now. Yeah, and this deck, I don't think it's gonna be able to handle multiple people coming at it right away. So uh, that's it'll be interesting to test because. I'm just going to put Kataki Wars Wage back in my Estra deck. What does that one do? Makes you pay one for each artifact you control. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I did cut it. I got rid of it in my deck, but I'm going to add it back in. Yeah, nice. Just for this deck. Only you're going to sideboard it. Only that one, yeah. (laughs) One card sideboard. Uh, No, yeah. I think it's interesting if... uh, if you have comments that you want to go with, uh, maybe some suggestions or anything like that. Yeah. Other, I, I yeah, go I, check out tapped out. When, what I kind of uh, want to happen, this. honestly, is for them to come back with clues and treasure tokens. Cause I think it'd be really fun because there, there really wasn't a lot to choose from with those two colors. Oh, okay. cause there's a lot of different stuff I could have done. I also was thinking of doing the cyan tokens, the Eldrazi spawn and everything, but 
that's wrong colors. It's green, black, yeah, not so a lot that doesn't blue. work. There's yeah. some in red, but yeah, those it maybe. they didn't work very well, you know, to fit in this deck. So I, I kind of want them to come if they start making another counters with clues, whatever treasure and stuff like that. I might revamp it back to that, but they're okay. There's a limited amount, so I only used a handful of each. Gotcha, gotcha. So uh, onto our. Third segment, so right? new cards, new cards that uh, came out this week. There was, so this is uh, we are recording this on Wednesday night. Uh, I don't even know what day it is actually. So uh, it is the thirtieth, August thirtieth. I'm just saying that because we're going to release it later on. You know, like yeah. Saturday, Sunday, and there might be newer cards that come out right. later on. Um, we're just we won't. So at this those. at this point, there's only two from Guilds of Ravnica. But then, what we actually wanted to start off talking yeah. about is so there's this new shitty product. Don't Magic buy is, it. <laughs> it's Magic Game Nights Day, uh, and uh, so they have um, a bunch of pretty bad cards in there. Yeah. And, but each five deck new is ones. about ten bucks a piece. Yeah. <laughs> so there's five of them, one of each color. Um, they're if if you're listening to this, I, I wouldn't. I. I th- it's bad don't buy but, it no but you could buy, buy the, for the separate cards the the, um, the ones the new cards are actually some of them are okay the the comments that i was kind of seeing on it were people were like this is going to be perfect for me because they enjoy magic but they have friends that don't and so if they have them over for a game night they can kind of get them into uh. magic that that might and they're like i specifically could do this with friends mm-hmm. um but like if if you don't, it's probably it's not probably it's not worth buying. <laughs> um, it's just not very good product. But there are five new cards that come in. Uh, they are quote unquote mythic. Uh, yeah, militant and so, angel and we'll, we'll, is the the white one. It is uh, it's probably my favorite one. Yeah, three and two white. It's a three four flying life link. When it enters the battlefield, create a number of 2-2 white knight creature tokens with vigilance equal to the number of opponents you attacked this turn. So it, you make sure you cast it after your, you in your second main phase, but you make sure you attack as many different people as you can. <laughs> yeah. like a, They don't have to do damage. They just have to attack. Yeah. And it feels like that's, I mean, this is blinkable. Definitely blinkable in like a Brago deck or something. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, three, four, flying lifelink for five isn't anything to sneeze at, but then creating probably, you know, at least one to three two twos. Depends on, you know, you might be sacrificing something to get a two two. Uh, I, I think this one's probably the most interesting. It's the best Still costed not one. Amazing, but it's. Yeah. It's. If they printed okay. this mythic in a, like a. Uh, an actual set, be I really wouldn't be shitty. super happy. Yeah, that would be, I would not be happy. This would be the card we wouldn't want out of our mythic draw yeah. in our boxes. <laughs> um, and then we get into the blue one. It's kind of cool because they do, like, each one kind of has its own, well, of course, its own freaking creature type. What the hell am I talking about? Yeah. Just go, go with okay. it. Okay, so Inspired Sphinx. Uh, it's five colorless, two blue for a 5-5 five, five flyer. Uh, when Inspired Sphinx enters the battlefield, draw a card equal to the number of opponents you have. Uh, and then you can pay three colorless and a blue, create a 1-1 one, one colorless thopter artifact creature token with flying. Totally putting this in Brutaclaw. That's no, exactly what I was waiting for, no. paying for to you get a thopter. <laughs> if, just seven is a yeah, lot of mana so to much. draw 
a five, two, five, one to three cards, draw one to three cards, and then pay four to create a one one token. Yeah. Um, I mean, it just seems like a lot. Yeah. So. Moving on, Rot Hulk for black five and two black menace zombie five five. When it enters the battlefield, this always has kind of deal with how many opponents you have. So it's mm-hmm. kind of geared towards multiplayer. Yeah. So that's why you kind of think commander, but it, like Larry was saying, this is more geared towards newer. Yeah, get, they're trying to get people hooked on yeah. with bad cards, <laughs> which makes sense, right? Yeah, because all they do is put out bad products <laughs> other than commander. And Although then they if, go, if you think about it's it, par it, for the course. Right? If it was good cards, all the commander players would buy it up and then it would be really expensive and they wouldn't get a chance at it they so just print as much as they want of it yeah <laughs> make a ton of money if they print it's like print cards. money uh but when it enters the battlefield return up to x target zombie cards from your graveyard to the battlefield where x is the number of opponents you have so one to three that's it if you're playing with this it has to go into a zombie deck it's like recurring one to three zombies is not a bad thing seven mana again is a lot um, for not necessarily winning the game. Yeah. So. Uh, and then our next one, red. Uh, it is Goblin Goliath. Uh, four colorless, two red, five four. When Goblin Goliath enters the battlefield, create a number of one one red goblin creatures uh, tokens uh, equal to the number of opponents you have, and then you can pay three and a red, tap it. Uh, if a source you control would deal damage to an opponent, double that damage now this one has a better second ability like it, the other two is just like doesn't seem well there isn't even there isn't even a second one on the, the zombie yeah, for the but Sphinx, this one you're putting out a one one the other the red one here goblin goliath potentially doubling, doubling damage, damage for yeah. any source that you so you could uh this one i actually them. feel like is the most usable out of the the and f- goblins five it, that's a decent goblin top end yeah as well like Goblins at six mana, there's not a ton of them. Yeah. And so this is, you know, let's say this is six mana for a five four that creates one to three goblins when it comes into play. Um, Siege Gang Commander is a really good card. That's five, five. mana for a yeah. two two and three one ones. Um, and so this isn't that far off. Yeah. And then a, it has this doubling damage ability. This is actually, I, I think, probably usable. a decent one. Yeah. Uh, and then greens is Avatar of Growth, four and two green. It costs one less for each opponent you have, so maybe one to three less. So four, four, trample. When it enters the battlefield, each player searches their library for up to two basic lands and puts them into the battlefield and then shuffles their library. That kind of sucks. It's, it's nice if it was just you, but the fact that you're helping your opponent, your opponents out as well, is kind of a moving, big downfall. I, w- I was trying to figure out, like, I, I hate it when I myself sit down and go, "Is this card good?" Because um, a lot of times, in a vacuum, cards just aren't good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I try and put my mindset into where can this card be good or when can this card be good and so like i am asking myself let's say you had you're in a four player game and this is cost three less is this a good card as a four four trampler for two green and a colorless that'll put two lands into play for everybody or is that still not very good i still don't like the i don't like the ones where it helps everybody yeah no, and I can definitely understand that because it's helping them filter through their their decks their and lands, getting land and ramping everybody. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, it's I, I think it might be all right. Like let's say you're ramping into 
um, it might be all right against like your Eureka deck, mm-hmm. where you only need five to six mana to do everything. Like, do everything that you ever want. And this, if but then it's very situational it, about who you're playing. So it's like, oh, this sure. isn't a deck that really needs yeah. mana. So now I'm going to use this. You know, it's. But if you're getting more of a benefit off of it, and maybe you're in a landfall deck, and I, I don't, you know, it's an elemental. I guess a landfall. If you have yeah. a lot of landfall triggers off of it, that might help because then you're actually getting not only you are helping your other players or other opponents get land, but you have multiple triggers that will take effect. Yeah. I think that's probably the only spot I would. This this is a it is an elemental, so this could go in like Omnath Locus of Rage because. It'll yeah. help you get to Omnath, or if it's out, you're getting two five fives, or if it dies, you're dealing three damage and you're ramping two. That could be an all right play. I um, guess the one benefit is it is going to cost. It's not going to cost six. It's not cost. Yeah, it's not six. It's, so I kept looking at it as six, and I keep forgetting that yes, it costs one less. So if you're playing against three, it's only three mana to get a four four trampler out yep. there. That you know everybody gets a benefit from the land, but. If you build it so, right with enough triggers that you benefit from, I think then maybe it's more beneficial. So I think you really need to work with this card, but I don't know. I, I'm not going to call it bad. Yeah. Um, I think I the think fact that making it one less for each opponent has made me yeah. go, meh, from uh, to <laughs> meh. <laughs> Can you tell so, the disdain again, with that? If this was a mythic in any other set, I'd be not yeah. happy with it. But overall, I think red has the best one out of the... The five potentially? I don't know. They're you all... know. After we kind of talked about it, I do like the white one, but that attacking thing is so conditional. Like you don't want to just throw any creature yeah. into the fire and then just get a two 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 vigilance. <laughs> like if you were getting four four angels, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nuts. <laughs> See ya. Um buy one one. Buy one one. So but it, the five mana cost isn't bad for the angel, but I, I think you're right, the the goblin Goliath is probably the better. Yeah. The best out of the five there. And then we got two... From Guilds of Ravnica. So they did their... They're continuing the buy a box. Uh, Them dickheads. <laughs> uh, promos. What do we get first? You sent me the... Was it Impervious Great Worm? Yeah, Impervious Great Worm. And that one is seven and three green. 16, 16. It has Convoke, so it costs one less for each creature you tap and it's indestructible i would have thought this would be have trample on it as well but 1616 is pretty big you don't want to give that trample all day yeah (laughs) i mean if there's enough uh you know if there's enough token making in guilds of ravnica then they're just going to be able to block you know block this all day yeah you're gonna have to give a trample somehow understandable i think i was seeing that this is the biggest creature in magic magic at this point yeah Nice. So um, that it's a huge creature for ten. That's could be less. <laughs> it could be less. Yeah, if you have tokens, you're you could just tap those down and or not tokens, but just creatures that yeah, don't do anything. You're just able to toss it in there. Um, I can't really think of anything that I want to buy a in. box. I'm not too. Uh, it's not like yeah. Again, it's going to come out like thirty bucks, and you're yeah. like, son of yeah. I don't, buy <laughs> I don't really want to buy that one. Yeah. This one I'm not like too keen to like go after right now. The other buy a boxes were a little more interesting, but whatever. And then we got one actual spoiler. What would you? How would you say it? Macabre. Macabre hatchery. No, it's just macabre hatchery. Oh, uh, so it's a sorcery three colorless two black. Uh, choose a creature that's in your graveyard uh, that I can't really remember. One, two, or th- and three. And three, and put them into play. So casting cost of one, two, and three, and then they just come into play, not tapped or anything. Yeah. 
and this this feels like a really powerful card mm-hmm. um but i don't know if it's good enough for like commander because it's so specific about yeah. what's in your deck and you don't have like the ability to have consistency um i can't think of any sort of combo where i'd want to go like uh buried alive where you know you put three creatures yeah. into play and then cast this the next turn to bring those three back like i can't think of anything right now that's like gonna be bonkers one like two that. and three yeah because <laughs> uh, it's mana cost if it was power i could see something different there but it's mana cost so i'm not gonna go like delver's secrets like, <laughs> that doesn't make sense <laughs> All right, let's move into our Smith specs of the week. I, there probably will be more spoilers possibly this week, so we might have missed some just because we're recording this a little early. So apologize for that, but um, we had to do it for time constraints because I gotta go. Lowry's going out of town. So let's start off Smith specs of the week. My first one is Scrap Trawler, the Buy a Box promos. These. These guys are sitting at two dollars. I actually got a few of them a couple months back when they're uh, under a dollar. When they're under a buck, but they're being used in a lot of mo- or a couple modern, yeah, modern decks, decks right now. And there's a few cards that are actually starting to spike from those modern decks. Now it's it's in a you know the the set that's Aether Revolt that's actually rotating out, but. The modern isn't going to have a ton of an effect. If it was in standard decks more, I would say, yeah, maybe wait Be a on little this, bit but, more worried about it. But, but with it being in more and more modern decks, it is. Uh, it makes sense to me. It, I think it's a really powerful card in yeah. general. So, um, so th- this is kind of you know normally I like to stick with commander cards and why they spike. But if you want to make some money off the of cards in general, you have to all, all, look at all aspects of the game. That's why we. Talked about reserve list cards and different stuff. So I feel like this modern wise is what's going to drive this one right now because it, there is a popular couple decks that are being used that have made this one, made other cards from this. Uh, what was it? The Ancient KCI. No, yeah. It was Card the, Clan Ironworks. And, the one oh. that just went off this week was the one where you sacrifice by tapping. Oh, whenever an artifact comes into play and they mill. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't remember that one. But anyways, so. so that's kind of the reason why I'm going after that because that that deck's becoming very popular, making other cards from that spike. So, um, Larry, your your first one. Uh, so my first one is going to be time time sieve, uh, sieve. Uh, it's an artifact, uh, one black, one blue. Uh, you tap it, sacrifice five artifacts, take an extra turn after this one. Now I'm saying the foil, which is sitting around like seventeen, 17 eighteen dollars. Um. I think there's a really solid card. Um, I I've seen people call it like online. They say that it's a little bit more like win more. Uh, I, I put it in my like Thopter Foundry sort of the meek deck, and then you're able to just like continue, just kind of keep on going. And yeah, nobody can stop you once you have that. And that that was kind of we kind of specked on these a while back. The regular ones when they unbanned Sword of the Meat because yep. we thought that they were going to go nuts with all that. And it isn't until like recently I've been seeing more of the Sword of the Meek decks. That's kind of the same thing. Why Scrap Trawlers actually in those Sword of the Meek decks as well? Yeah, because you're able to re uh, retake back the uh, little bobble, Misha's yep. bobble, and you just yeah. So it uh, gets you some really good value, um, but I, I feel like this card just kind of like if you have this and then you're the Thopter uh, combo out, you just win the game. 
You and, don't have to like grind it out. You yeah, just win exactly. Spot. And I would say you could probably go for the regulars too on this too. Yeah, because there's only one the printing of this as well. So regulars and foils. The foils are going to be really pretty though. I like the art in this one. Yeah. Uh, and then kind of we're going to stay in the same lines as that. So I was going to talk about a different card, but I'll jump to this one since we're already talking about it, and I don't have to explain it again. Sword of the Meek. Sword of the Meek. Uh, with that, just go for the regulars. There's a medium supply, so I think there's like 30 to 40 copies left on TCG, but this has only one printing. If you want to get the foils, they're around 30 bucks, but uh, I'd say maybe stick with just the regulars. Yeah, so I, I would say stick with the regulars on this. I mean, I guess it could see a reprint at some point, so which it depends on which kind of set it would be in, if it would be in your commander set or something, but we got a year out from that. I think this is going to spike in the next few months it's not going to be years or whatever so it just kind of depends on how popular it gets in modern well like, there's yeah. somebody places highly and uh, you know with it yeah then then it'll then it spikes created spike is kind of how it happens so yeah i pick up the regulars right now you could, it's probably yeah it's going to be pretty quick here i would think not quick i mean in the next couple months i'm like going back and forth with it because there's a couple modern decks that have been making other all these other ones spike in there, so that it's grinding station. That's the yes, name of it. That's, that's the one that just went this it just came to my mind. Grinding station is the other one that spiked this week, and so that's in both of those modern decks and both of both Sword of the Meek, I even think Time Sieve might even be in there. Scrap Trawler are four ofs in those decks. And mm-hmm. so that's why I think you should go for these cards. Uh Lowry, your next one? Um, so my next one is going to be cultivate from masters 25. Um, now I'm, I'm talking about the foil. So the foils are going for about two bucks. Um, this card is heavily played in commander and Mm -hmm. sitting at a $2 foil. Now they do reprint it a lot. That's why I wouldn't go for the regulars, but the foil, there's only two promo cop or promo and M 11 of it. Uh, those are the only foil printings of it. And uh, and I would say the cheapest is this one to get. It's two yeah, bucks. Yeah, yeah, by far. So um, again, it's like when you're going through and trying to like pimp out your decks a little bit. This is something that you just this will go on a ton of your decks, and it's a great card to just mm-hmm. kind of pick up foil, and then it makes your deck kind of look better. But it also is going to appreciate in value in my mind in the yeah, future. I agree. So again, this is long term. So I think you can, you know, if you're looking to just fill out a cart, this is probably something that you go and yeah. look for. And, but I wouldn't go out and buy a whole ton of them right off the bat. It's just something that you slowly keep in the back of your mind. And my for me, yeah. And you might even be able to get them a little cheaper if you go and buy four ofs on like eBay or something like that. They might, you know, sometimes yeah. they have those deals where you get four of for half the price. So. Yeah. Yeah, good one, good one. Uh, and then one, and I kind of talked about it when I was doing the Commander Spotlight, is Helm of the Host. Now, this one I've been putting in so many freaking decks. Like, it just fits because it takes the legendary out of your commander. So you can start having multiple copies. So whatever. Like, you're you're playing your commander because he's awesome. So if you get another awesome card. And then and another it, one, and then another one. It's that's just, the way that you want it. So... I'm saying go for the foils right now of these. You could go for the right. Reg- I've actually picked up a whole bunch of the regulars because I just started not making proxies of these because the regulars are under a, are about a buck, buck fifty. So those are super cheap right now because I think that price will even go up, but that's going to be a little bit longer term. 
uh, even the foils will probably be a little bit longer term too, but I think these might spike sooner than the, the regular ones. Um, but they're at eight bucks, eight, nine bucks right now. I think I just picked up a couple of them for about eight fifty. is what I was getting okay. them at. So, but yeah, I definitely, I mean, it's gone in out of, since Dominaria, it's gone in three or two out of my three decks that I built. And I, honestly the reason why it's not in my ninja deck is i forgot (laughs) (laughs) i didn't see like a lot of times that i do is i go through like my expensive cards because i have it in a separate binder and i'm like oh yeah that's a good card that's that i I write it down and i guess i just didn't come across helm you've used up all of them or maybe what it was was when i was building it i i don't know i don't want to get into it but yeah honestly i might actually put this back or put this (laughs) in ninjas but i forgot about it so uh nice. yeah. So last one, Lowry. Uh going with uh Vigor from, from Paddlebond. Uh going with foil here again as well. Again uh, as well. Again as well. <laughs> it is uh sitting at about seven dollars right now. Uh the the Lorwin version before the Battlebond printing was sitting at like sixteen. And so if you're sitting there and you're seeing uh the foil of the newer printing lower than the original regular. Yeah. Uh, I, I highly suggest this, this card is great for commander. Like yeah. it, it stops people and go, Whoa. Okay. I need to figure out how to, how to get this. rid of that before I deal damage to their creatures and get them huge. So you just, uh, I, I would suggest going and picking that up. This again, long-term uh, spec. I, I don't think this is something that they plan on reprinting anytime soon again. Um, and it looks like you're, top out will probably be at least a triple up because it looks like it, the original uh, Laurel win got up to around upper 20s so yeah that's a pretty good 